Paul Vaughn, uh, one of the founders and owners of Beard Irish Brewing here in Nashville, Tennessee. Kenneth Dedman. Should we uh, pour a little Nochino, maybe? Kenneth? Yeah, yeah. All right, it's Liquid Gold, where we do shots. It's called shots. Shots. Shots, anyone? Shots. Shots? Shots. <laughs> All right, we're here. It's uh, the first episode of Shots for season four. So first shots that we've done in for a very our new long season. time. Yeah, it's been very a while. Long time. Coming off the se- the summer of shots, 2021. This will be our uh, our fall shots edition here. We've got a very special guest today, and we're talking Nochino, the lovely black walnut elixir. And we're going to talk about the history of it and everything, and share some recipes. But here with us today, a master of beverage and a master brewer, and uh, just an incredible. Incredible beverage professional, Mr. Paul Vaughn is here from Bearded Iris. Paul, how are you? How's it going? Happy to be here. Great to have you, man. Hell yeah. It's been a long time coming. I think we've been talking about sitting down at the table together for a minute. So thanks for fast forward to now. And I know you're a busy man, and so thanks for thanks for taking the time to do it. We've been really excited to talk talk to you about so many things. I feel like the the time that we have. uh, waited to do it there's more things that come up and then we realize we both love nochino you brought a nochino here today that we're going to talk about and we're going to be drinking it um so i'm really excited thank you so much for bringing it and for brewing this up uh the batch that i'm making over at audrey won't be ready now for another month or so doing kind of a shorter version of it but uh i'm really excited to to get that so i'm really excited that you brought yours today so let's just let's just raise a glass and try some nochino it's Cheers, fall yes. this is Here's perfect plastic clank yeah, yeah thank you so much mm. wow mm. normally have these after dinner right but for lunch is uh you know rolling from the coffee right into nochino seems just perfect yeah that's great it is it's nice with coffee on your palate so that would be a great way to to mix it with some coffee oh man that is that is delicious that makes me want to be sitting by a fire right now so let's get into it real quick. This is just a shots episode. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, we'll be bringing Paul back to talk about this marriage of bitterness and sweetness, and the balance of you know of all the different beers that he makes, and how both of us we we both think that way in terms of balance, and we both have a passion for Coca Cola. So we're going to get into that when we bring you back to give our listeners and everyone at home, if you're on a walk and it's a beautiful fall day, or you're out running errands. Or you're going to the bank, or you're going over to Kenneth's house to let his dog out, or you're uh, going to see Kenneth at the bar, or you're going out to dinner. Whatever you're doing, we want to give you a little Nochino background here. And so we've got it. It's books and booze here on Liquid Gold. So we're I've got my own book here, Garden to Glass, Grow Your Drinks from the Ground Up on Turner Publishing. We'll be celebrating the two-year anniversary here in just about a week or so. And so this is from Chapter 2 of the book... That's called The World is Your Garden. Welcome to the Terroir Dome. The eye-opening moment for me as a forager, though at the time I was merely a man lost in the woods, came on June 24th, St. John's Day, which is an annual public holiday in Italy, specifically in the cities of Florence, Turin, and Genoa. I was on the hunt for green walnuts to make Nocino, a traditional Italian liqueur often drank as a digestif to settle the stomach after a big meal. The tradition of making nochino from these unripened black walnuts goes back thousands of years to the Picts, from the Latin picti, which means painted. 
in Britain, so named by the Romans due to the fact that they would paint their skin blue. In short, these were some trippy folks who believed that drinking this spiced walnut concoction would allow them to converse with goblins, elves, gods, and goddesses. Did I mention they painted themselves blue? On the night of June 23rd and into the morning of June 24th, the Picts would send their most agile women up into the walnut trees barefoot to collect the precious nuts and drop them onto the ground to become impregnated by the magic of the early morning dew. After having a fire and dancing and singing songs all night, our totally badass Pictian friends would then quarter the dew-kissed walnuts and plunge them into alcohol to begin the maceration process. After a few months, with spices and sugar added along the way, the Nocino would be ready to drink by the first slight chill in the night air. When the Roman Empire made Christianity the official religion in 313 AD, many of these old traditions morphed to reflect traditions of the Bible. St. John's birth was celebrated on June 24th, so the Nocino tradition blended into the significance of that day, even though it was based on a much older ritual that was not exactly Italian. I learned all of this when I was researching uses for black walnuts at Husk, knowing that they grew on trees all over Middle Tennessee. It struck a chord with me that I was supposed to be gathering walnuts for Nocino on a certain day in order to begin a process where the liqueur would be ready to drink by fall, which happens to be the perfect time to be drinking Nocino. So I set out to find some walnuts and followed some important foraging guidelines that I'd like to share. And let me just go through a few of these. I don't need to read them all, but basically when you're, um, if you if you go out and you mark on your calendar for next summer, June 24th-ish, basically you could go hiking on a long public park, trail um, that can take you deep into the woods and you just wanna be sure there's no pesticides. If you're going to pick from your neighbor's tree, which is great, you just want to talk to them about pesticides, it's best to be using, obviously, uh, walnuts that have not been around pesticides. Um, And though it was summer in Tennessee, I wore pants and long sleeves to uh, protect from bugs and rough vegetation, ticks, all that stuff. Carry a pocket knife so you can carry tree limbs. You want to wear gloves if you are processing nochino, processing black walnuts. They will stain your skin. Uh, basically like a month-long temporary tattoo that uh, that can be really hard to get to, to get rid of I'd show you guys what the what I still have on my thumb I might still have a little bit from like three weeks ago and it went through two layers of gloves I will say that so I'll get back I'll get back later to the recipe for Nocino. Um thanks for indulging me on that I'm, I'm gonna take a sip of this because this is delicious but tell us you had a pretty similar traditional way of making this Nocino. You were out getting the walnuts in the summer, right? Right around that day. Yeah, so basically was at home on a weekend. And, you know, my wife was asking, well, what should we do today? I was like, oh, what is today? I was like, June 25th. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Green walnuts are fresh. I'd remember out on a run through Shelby Bottoms, you just see them a part of the year. It's like I'd missed them. They, yeah. were, they were too hard. They were already falling off the tree and rotting. I was like, oh, next year. Yeah. Next year I'll make it. And so clearly I paid attention planning ahead for that. Mm-hmm. And day of, we're now going to harvest uh, these fresh black walnuts. Mm. And so my son went and got his little red wagon, and we went walking over to Shelby Bottoms with the longest bamboo stick I could find from the bamboo growing in the backyard. So we go out uh, and literally find them in the trees, learn about the trees and then start whacking them out of the trees. So nice. anybody was coming by, I definitely looked a little crazy back there. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good day. We got a lot of black walnuts. So uh, my son was very happy. Uh, 
took them back, you know, learned how to split them up. So he helped make it. Oh, that's great. So this was kind of a whole idea, too, of, like, uh, getting them into making and mm-hmm. traditions. Mm. So I like the idea with Nochina. Kind of one of the things that inspired me about it is the seasonality of it mm-hmm. um, and how you kind of prep this uh, drink or shared liquid in the summer mm-hmm. for festive times later when it's colder, when family's together, you're all sitting around a table. Uh, and so every year you're kind of preparing this and you can put some vintage it back or bottles back. And mm-hmm. so change them up as you go. Totally. Um, another thing that kind of fed into that, um, why I even started doing it. So a guy named Russell Moore from This Is Camino out in Oakland, he wrote a cookbook uh, just on his philosophy of how he makes it. And every year they start fresh. Uh, okay. So it could be a little bit different. It's not always exactly 21 walnuts and this much cinnamon um, or this much alcohol. Sometimes you have different brandy that's been produced, so mm-hmm. that's blended in. Or mm-hmm. you start fresh every year and it's very seasonal. And so just kind of that playing a tradition is yeah. what really was like. This needs to be a home project, you know, and mm-hmm. t- take a deep dive. Yeah, it is. It is funny to be starting a process like right kind of in the middle of summer. It's super hot, and your your mind is probably on other things like strawberries and blueberries and what's at the market. Squash starts to come in, but also tomatoes are almost there. Yeah. Like that time of year, I guess if you're a forager, all of the mushrooms are like if you find them, they're already dried up and mm-hmm. rotten. So it's a good for mushroom foragers. It's a good. Like segue into when you're out looking for berries. Yeah, for Some sure. Some volume to bring back for sure. It's definitely hot around June 24th here. Yeah, it can be insanely hot, and so it's hard to think about autumn beverages. But that's part of the tradition of it. That's so cool. It's it's long process, and if you want to make it right, you do want to let it settle and sit for a little bit. Let's uh, without further ado, let's look at this recipe. This is the recipe from my book, Garden to Glass, and. I have used this recipe, and I've also, like you said, you know, I've changed it year to year. Um, Different spices come available. You want to try orange zest instead of lemon zest, things like that. This is a pretty good starter recipe. So start with 11 green walnuts quartered. Uh, This is in keeping with tradition going for an odd number of walnuts, like you had mentioned. Two quarts of pure grain alcohol, two quarts of water, four quarts of sugar, four cardamom pods cracked, four cinnamon sticks crushed with the back of a skillet on a towel on a firm countertop, three star anise pods, two tablespoons whole cloves, and the zest of two lemons. So in late June, you place these walnuts that have been quartered in a 64-ounce mason jar and fill the jar with grain alcohol, leaving an inch of space at the top. Let the walnuts infuse for two months in a cool, dry area at room temperature, shaking the jar once a week, daily if you can. Uh, After two months, in a large stock pot, combine the water, sugar, cardamom, cinnamon sticks, sour anise, and cloves, and bring to a medium simmer. Simmer for 20 minutes, then remove from the heat and place in the refrigerator to infuse overnight. The next day, strain the spice syrup and discard the whole spices. Add the lemon zest to the strained syrup. Wearing gloves, strain the walnut infusion and discard the walnuts. Add the spice syrup and lemon zest to the walnut infusion and set aside in a cool, dark place for one month to let the flavors meld and rest together. When it's ready to drink, strain out the lemon zest and bottle the Nochino. You now have one of the oldest and most delicious liqueurs known to humans. Paint yourself blue and drink some by a large fire, 
or try a Manhattan variation, which also happens to go great with a fire. And this drink that I've got, um, and this is an example of something you could make with Nocino. It makes a great like Manhattan companion. Basically, this one is one ounce of good rye whiskey, one ounce of Laird's apple brandy, one ounce of Nocino, a quarter ounce of Carpano Antica or another uh, kind of big, bold, sweet vermouth, one dash of Angostura bitters, a very tiny pinch of Maldon sea salt, and a little orange twist for a garnish. You combine all the ingredients except the lemon in a mixing glass, add plenty of ice, and stir until well chilled. Strain into a rocks glass over a few large ice cubes and garnish with an orange twist. So that's the picks. I called that drink picks and me rolling. Uh, <laughs> are there are there some other ways that you like to enjoy it? Do you make some cocktails with the with the nochino at home? Or are you mostly like doing it after dinner style? A lot of the time, I'll just have it after dinner. One that really made me want to pursue it more too was Fourth Ave Spirits out mm. of Brooklyn. Mm. Um, yes. Really big fan of everything they've produced and their whole thought of digging into vintage vintage uh, bitters yep. and Amaros mm-hmm. and kind of reconstructing those or just using those to inform something new and progressive. So normally it's just neat, you know, after a long day um, and just kind of wind down with that kind mm-hmm. of one drink before bed, a little nightcap. Yeah. So I definitely want to explore more. Um, there's a good bit of volume at home from this batch. Oh, nice. So I'm definitely going to explore some cocktails and nice. get some pointers from you yeah. on what I should do with that. Very cool. What what proof do you think you're at here? Mm. We can check later. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Uh, I did, instead of just going straight uh, grain alcohol, I did blend it with some vodka mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of add some other layers. Mm-hmm. So it's not just completely neutral spirit. There yeah. is more kind of texture to it. Yeah. Anyway, cool. So. I, well, I love that it's it's not very sweet at all to me, and it really does scream after dinner drink because I feel like this would really settle your stomach in a nice way and sort of cleanse the palate and just close things out. There is a decent amount of sweetness in it. Just with sure. the bitterness, it's, you know, really sliding scale. Right, and we're going to get you back yeah. on, a, on an epic episode to talk all yeah. about this. But um, there's also a really lovely citrus note to it that I think is, is really nice. There's like a, a little hint of sunshine in there somewhere. So there is lemon zest. Lemon, yeah. A yeah, decent amount of lemon zest. Yeah, that's I love that. Love how it brightens it up. Kenneth, now you have some experience messing around making Nochino cocktails there at the bar at Husk. Or have you been making any recently? So one brand that y'all have carried, the Nux Alpina. Yeah. Um, Nux yeah. Alpina, whatever it is. That's a northern Italian. Uh, we once had one from from Piedmont. It's a great, like additional ingredient in like a italian grandpa cocktail or just like a totally typically like uh like a like a wine based think of it as a, a great mixer for a, for a ar- ar- aromatized wine mm-hmm. or um or even probably drink this with soda or a citrus soda i was thinking like that this spritz. yeah this yeah. could really be nice with that um that nice bitter note as kind of an aperitif i think it would be really nice with uh a cool Italian soda or, uh, you know, just soda water, maybe with a little orange, little orange juice uh, squeezed in. It's it's super versatile. Man, I, I love this stuff this time of year. It's just incredible. I always think of it as like uh, like Nocino as being the closely related, like a relative of, uh, I mean, like, like a limoncello, honestly. Because uh, just with Nocino just being like 
the northern liqueur and uh down south is where they have the citrus like i don't i don't feel like a lot of tradition not that it's not that there's any wrong blueprint to making nocino but there's little to no citrus in the north it's all in the south so that's why they don't make nocino in the south pretty fascinating so let's throw out some of our favorites um we talked a little bit about nux alpina um, that one you can find relatively easily. Uh, House Alpens is an importer. They they bring that over to the states. It is from Italy, mm. and they do the you know the traditional fresh green walnuts steeping for months in in grape uh, brandy, and then they're infusing a bunch of Alpine botanicals. Um, and in Italy, I guess that they they do mix it with like espresso and stuff sometimes, and make really nice like little coffee drinks with it. And we mentioned the Fourth Ave. Nocino, that's a great one. Any others that you can think of? Honestly, most, there really aren't most that of the many of them out there. I've had have, have been home homemade. Homemade, yeah, yeah. And our friend Willow, Willow's got a Nocino that's almost done, and she wants us to try that one. So it's a great kind of homemade tradition to pass along uh, to your friends. So that's kind of what we're doing today. Um, we'll post the recipe for our Nocino, the one that we've made before. Um, we'll post that on our Instagram. You can also follow us at. Uh, liquid gold underscore pod on instagram and you've got a lot going on on the bearded iris instagram as well is that just at bearded iris at bearded iris yeah yep. awesome so lots going on there you guys have uh some ramen coming to the to come into the, the it is house open. here soon it it's is open. open black dynasty launched last night on halloween amazing yeah. so black dynasty ramen is in the house at solvent supply in the house that's yep. amazing 4101 charlotte Okay, 4101 Charlotte. Go check out the new location and get yourself some incredible ramen from Rooney and the crew. I worked with Rooney over at uh, Josephine for a minute. He's nice. a joy. Yeah. And He's a uh, man. just amazing human. So you got to get over there and get you some ramen, Kenneth. I love ramen. Yeah, we'll go We'll go uh, eat some together. It's ramen season, and then uh, maybe yeah, we'll kick back some Nochino afterwards. But yeah, check it out. It's a fascinating ingredient. Paul, thank you so much for bringing in your homemade version today. Um, go yeah, check Paul, out Paul and everybody at Bearded Iris. They've got the Germantown location there right by the river. 101 Van Buren Street. Right there at 101 Van Buren Street in Germantown. And then the new location, 4101 Charlotte over at the new Sylvan Supply. And they've got ramen now. Um, so I can't wait to have you back. We're going to talk beer. We're going to talk Coca-Cola. We're going to talk the marriage of sweetness and bitterness. We might drink more Nocino. We'll probably drink some beer. So um, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, guys. Looking forward to the next time. Yeah, Definitely. And the new check out the new website, liquidgold.show. The brand new, spanking new Liquid Gold website. Check that out, liquidgold.show. We'll see you next time on Shots. My name's Mike Wolf. For my co-host, Kenneth Dedman. And for Mr. Paul Vaughn, we will see you next time on Liquid Gold. Later, Tater. <laughs>